0: Today, banks are expected to be more open, but they're also expected to be more secure. How do you do both? IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. It's a platform that will help you handle regulatory compliance, protect data privacy, and speed up innovation. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Greetings and welcome to the Afro-Caribbean Heritage Alliance podcast. The Afro-Caribbean Heritage Alliance is a spiritual movement encouraging the spiritual maturation and advancement of Afro-Caribbean peoples we use our past to decode our future our goal is covenant renewal yes a covenant renewal with our creator we are launching on this date january the 10th 2020 an initiative entitled The Year of Spiritual Return. Yes, this is the year of spiritual return. As Afro-Caribbean peoples in the diaspora, it is beneficial to our very existence that we align ourselves on the rightful path laid out for us. However, in order to do this, we must become spiritually mature. This is why we are launching the year of spiritual return. On this journey, we will be edified, we will receive spiritual nourishment and support the African male and female as they begin the process of authentic healing of the mind, body and spirit. This healing is necessary to debunk, diffuse, and disconnect from the psychological effects of slavery from the last 400 years and beyond it is vital that we return spiritually and form a new covenant with God, our creator. There are many initiatives. They're physical. And yes, the physical return to our homeland is important. I'm here to tell you that most importantly, we must, we must experience a spiritual return. I am Minister Makita Abena Nkuma Adasa Ansa, also known as by my slave name Crystal Elizabeth Melville. With my new name, I am empowered to bring those seeking a spiritual renewal on a journey back to our Creator. My story began on the island of St. Croix in the US Virgin Islands. I was raised in the foster care system. I exited the system at the age of 18. I was blessed to have been raised in one home. And I was taught values that have been with me ever since. These values allows me to be in touch with my roots with my heritage, and I was able to draw from these experiences the necessity of all people in the African diaspora to seek a spiritual return to our Creator. Not only have our ancestors been enslaved. Physically, they were also enslaved psychologically. This psychological enslavement has affected us. It has stripped us of the need to get close to God, to put Him first in all that we do, to seek His guidance, to seek His his support. Instead of looking to man To the president or presidents of African countries or wherever we currently reside. We must look to God for strength, for guidance, for understanding. We are all God's people. And it is important that we use the past to decode the future. I would like to lay out the tenets of this initiative and what it looks like. You see, there's a person, a spiritual being, thirsty for acceptance, reparation, and essentially a new birth. Both the physical and psychological effects of slavery have erased and depleted the morale and the human desire to seek the higher self of the African male and female, or as we are called, Negroes in Africa, the Middle East, in the diaspora, in Europe, Asia, South and North America, and the Caribbean. We are thirsty. And it's validated in the actions, in the everyday actions. Where enough is never enough. The more we obtain wealth the more we want it it's never enough we want the land we want money we want titles we want we want it all this extreme thirst is actually destroying our very souls because it can't quench this type of thirst will never quench the soul This type of of thirst will eventually cause our spiritual death. And this is why the Afro Caribbean Heritage Alliance was formed to encourage the spiritual transformation and advancement of Afro Caribbean peoples, the African Americans in and every African male and female in the diaspora. Like I said before, the goal is a covenant renewal. So what are some of the things we would like to we expect by receiving the spiritual nourishment and edification as well as the support of every African male and female, we can begin the process of authentic healing of the mind, body and spirit. You see there are drugs and when I say drugs I also mean herbs. There is a limit on what herbs on what herbs can do for us. There's a limit on what medicine can do, what science can create. We have a spirit, and this spirit needs to be nurtured. There's nothing else that can quench the thirst except be that we return to our spiritual, that we return to a spiritual, spiritual covenant with God as we walk this earth. If I may read for you an, an excerpt from the book A Matt, the, um, Intro to Matt Philosophy by Mwata Ashby and it reads most people act out of the different forces which are coursing through them at the time. These may be hunger, lust, fear, hatred, anger, elation, etc. They have no control over these because they have not understood that their true essence is in reality separate from their thoughts and emotions. They have identified with their thoughts and therefore are led to the consequences of those thoughts and the deeds they engender. You as an aspirant, having developed a higher level of spiritual sensitivity, are now aware that you have a choice in the thoughts you think and the actions you perform. You can choose whether to act in ways that are ha- that are in harmony with Matt or those that are disharmonious. You, are, you have now studied the words of wisdom and must now look beyond the level of ritual worship of the divine to the realm of practice and experience of the divine. So I chose this reading because as far as the eyes can see, and I'm going to break down a few, just a few of the many issues facing the black male and female or the African male and female let me just say that the African male and female in the diaspora you know we have been witnessing and discussing the mass incarceration of the African male especially the African male and some African females we've also witnessed on our television screens... You know, in our communities... the rise in crime... the crime rates... Um, the carnages... in various cities... in America... and in the Caribbean... and... the passage I just read... speaks to that... because we have a choice... in the actions... that we undertake... and the consequences of our thoughts and emotions are the result. We do know that the African male is highly at risk for incarceration because it is actually the new slavery. It's actually the way that the system that is set up um, to oppress the African male is now mass incarceration. And you have... Um, a corrupt system that wrongfully arrests the African male of things that they just didn't do. However, the African male is also responsible for the actions of the crime that they do commit. And there is quite a few. I mean, let's, let's be clear about this. Hence, what do we say to that? When are we going to take responsibility for our actions, for the way we think? You know, We know what was done to our ancestors, but how do, we, how, do we, how do we receive true reparation when we repeat the same cycle? How do we bring honor and respect to our ancestors when we commit crimes In their names. How do we do that? How do we rectify this issue? You know how what are the solutions? You know, it begins with self. It begins with our mindset. You know? Oftentimes it appears as though. The black male or, or female is justified in, in, in committing a crime. They're justified in getting higher education and opportunities because it's owed to them. There's nothing wrong with getting an education and opportunities, but how are we going to use that to make our to create a better society? How does higher education or position allow us to create a better a better society if our mindset hasn't changed? You know, there's a comment um, saying, you know, you can take the man out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the man. And yes, the, the psychological effects of slavery is subtle. It's always there. You can't see it, but it's still palpable. Can we erase it? No. But we can grow from it. We can use it to decode our future we can say okay we can we can take a step back and say okay why did this happen and as history tells us slavery slavery began centuries and centuries ago but for the most part we focus on Ghana West Africa where the mass the, 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 the thousands or millions of slaves through, the, through the, the Atlantic slave trade took place. You know, they left the ports in Ghana and they made their way across the Atlantic to the Caribbean, to the, to the diaspora. And, but how did it happen? Yes, the European slave masters, the, the colonialists, had meetings, and they said, okay, we're going to do X, Y, Z. But there were also Africans involved in this. You know, there's there were deals made. Um, deals were broken, and people were sacrificed. So we walk around, and we call ourselves kings and queens, but... Are we all kings and queens? Do we behave as such? Do we use um, discernment and wisdom? Always? Absolutely not. So we do have to take some responsibility for our own actions. We certainly can't rewrite history, but we can use history to set us up for a better future. Yes, we can. We can use history to set this goal for a covenant renewal. We can use our history to prepare us for this time, this year of spiritual return. Because if we're honest, The African soul is thirsty for healing. The soul is thirsty for healing. There will be no physical healing. There will be no generational wealth. And all of these goals met without a spiritual healing. The land is crying out as we speak because we have gone deaf. We, don't, we just don't care anymore. Our children are at risk daily because we have lost hope in God. Instead, we put our hopes in man. We put our hopes in the dollar. We put our hopes in a name. In, in money, in, pow- in um, positions. And yet we misuse our power. We don't tell the truth. We don't educate our children about their heritage, about the right foods to eat, the herbs to take to prevent illnesses and to treat illnesses. We shut everything down because of the big entities that don't want the truth to come out. We simply don't provide our children with the environment to become who God is calling them to become. We simply don't provide the environment to know self. We have replaced the importance of knowing self with a title. With material game if we say, I mean if we say we're kings and queens I mean just think about it thought for a moment how is that so and quite frankly not everyone was a king or a queen literally but we are of a spiritual we are of a royal priesthood however yes a royal priesthood So that means that we are of a royal order, which endows us with rights and benefits, but it also holds us accountable for right actions, which stems from a right mindset. And this is the focus of this movement, this spiritual movement the Afro-Caribbean Heritage Alliance because the people in the African diaspora the ones that were blessed to inherit and live in what some Europeans call paradise the same paradise that they're flocking to right now to escape the cold and escape their busy life we have lost control of we, we I, I would say we're losing control of of our of our islands of our towns the beauty is fading the seas have been erupting the earth has been trembling the trees are scorched by fire all of the islands are... They're losing their luster. The island paradise that I once knew as a young girl is fading away. Because we've faded away. We've allowed the governments, the corrupt governments to overthrow us. To dismantle the royal order. Because all we care about is money. Money. We accept mediocre. We accept our mediocre governments. We tolerate these men and women who take an oath to defend the Constitution, to uphold the bargaining acts, and they do the complete opposite. We, have, we are not holding them accountable. In the town I'm from, in the U.S. Virgin Islands, the island of St. Croix, and also St. Thomas, the Water and Power Authority is one of the most deplorable systems ever made. Now, granted, due to the salt air, and, and because we live on an island, you know, and the weather... We can't, we, we may not always experience pristine, you know, a, 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 a um, problematic free system. However, how about if they were built to last? How about if, since we know we live on an island and the salt air is there, how about we reconstruct the pipes and the wirings to withstand the environment? You know, where is all the money going? Why are those monies spent there in the communities to rebuild the community to, to rebuild the infrastructure of the communities? The water system, the the, the, the the electrical systems that provide us with life's basic necessities. Why are we tolerating this mediocre way of life? When our tax dollars are paying the salaries of these leaders. The senators included. The commissioners included. The workers included. Why are we tolerating this? Because our souls have been tainted, stripped of the dignity and honor that we once had centuries ago thousands of years ago I say this movement is necessary this movement is valid this movement is needed And this is why we are officially launching the Year of Spiritual Return on this day, January the 10th, 2020. As a part of the Afro-Caribbean Heritage Alliance's goal of covenant renewal, with God our creator. So some of the things to expect as we enter into this alliance with one another with the various entities we will surely discuss Leadership. how we can improve, how we can support our leaders. First of all, we need to pray for them because they are men and women, just like we are. We need to pray for our leaders every day, every night. They can't do it alone. We put them in office to represent us and our social causes. So we must pray for them. We will discuss... In detail, the economy, the use of energy, water, electricity, the climate changes, agriculture, tourism. Of course, the business sector that is diminishing. The young entrepreneurs that are needed and we're not supporting. Future business leaders as well, who will become the leaders of tomorrow. We will tackle healthcare. As a former nurse, I've seen firsthand how our healthcare systems have been depleted by again corrupt government, people who serve simply for a paycheck and not with their hearts. We will discuss the actual structure of the hospitals. And you know, read firsthand the various reports from the joint commissions of hospital organizations. We will discuss the nursing shortages, doctor shortages, and the overall standard of health care and why naturopathic medicine should be at the forefront. We will Focus on the African youth and the opportunities that we can create for them. There needs to be a, a cultural a, a broader perspective of cultural awareness. We'll talk about racism, classism, sexism, job security. we will talk about why apprenticeship must be something that we bring back to the forefront. Why reading is important. Why our libraries are important. Why storytelling is important. I grew up where we had two local storytellers that actually told our we're actually our ancestral heritage was told in story form to children at the feet of an elder you know this needs to take precedence once again we will most certainly discuss the educational system the waning educational system the deplorable conditions of our schools, you know, the lack of support for educators. You know, uh, we have teachers who are who are ill-equipped, not supported, not given the supplies. You know, teachers who are also praying for their lives with the increase of crime in our schools. <clears throat> While this... Platform is not politically driven. If need be, we will address certain political um, topics that are applicable to this movement. Because God raises leaders up and he brings them down. And if a leader needs to be reprimanded or given a charge or a word from the Lord, it's, it will happen. We will discuss family, um, the family structure, and also um, we will launch initiatives to help the family become whole again. This will also include um, marriage therapy as well as divorce therapy. Um, and also, um, group therapy for children uh, of the four C's, children um, of abuse, you know, children in foster care, like I was. You know, we will be launching an initiative where we will be. Um, speaking with children, well, not really children, but we'll speak to those who are, who work closely with children in these communities. And, um, and even those who have exited the system, um, we will bring you their take and how they feel the system has helped them or not helped them. We will discuss faith on this platform. Um, Religion, only how religion has shaped our communities. We will not be um, promoting any one set religion here, but just how the various religious um, sects and organizations have shaped our communities. We will even spotlight put spotlight on certain um, groups of people, um, the disabled. I was raised in the foster care system with a my brother who was hearing impaired. Um, upon speaking with my pastor there in the islands, he has he did let me know that the deaf community or the hearing impaired community, rather, forgive me there um, do feel that they have been left out you know and this is very concerning to me we'll talk about everything that needs to be talked about on this platform we will discuss you know suicide, homosexuality I know these are tough topics but they must be discussed um, in an upcoming video, I will share with you, um, a reading list where I will encourage you to purchase or rent or, you know, an Amazon books. There's so many ways you can read a book, but it's very important to read about your history, your heritage, you know, world history. So I'll be sharing a list of books that I feel that um, our readers should have in their library in order to follow along with, with our episodes um, and also to share as well. Um, in the coming um, broadcast, we will allow uh, viewers to call in. We'll be letting you know how when this will begin Again, this is our launch, so everything is new. And um, we'll allow our readers to call in with their commentary. Or not really just commentary, but their concerns. We also accept prayer requests here. Again, this is a spiritual movement. This is not a news commentary station. We're not here to... um, disregard anyone nor um, judge anyone wrongfully. We're not here to belittle anyone. we're here to uphold the foundational principles of our heritage of our peoples. So these those are the list of what is to come. This is a launch, so it's an ongoing journey and process. And um, But I just want to say briefly, um, growing up in foster care, I encountered so many people from all walks of life who shared my experience. And when I found out that My foster mom wasn't my own mother. I became very insecure. You know, this. And I had low self-esteem, low self-worth. And this is when I started to attract unhealthy relationships. You know, and as the years went by, um, it really took a toll on my life. It wasn't until I met my biological parents who are also African descent. Um, My father is from the island of Trinidad. My mother was born on the island of St. Croix. But I was raised with them. You know, they didn't teach me the foundational principles of life to know myself. They didn't teach me um, about my true identity. And of course, some things are spiritually discerned. However, Um, in the role of a parent, they just, they were not, um, accountable. They were actually irresponsible. And these behaviors, of course, stem from sin, you know, fornication, adultery, um, greed, selfishness, um, you know abuse of one another but and that's morally speaking and spiritually speaking but psychologically speaking this behavior that my parents chose to take root and take form in their souls stem from slavery you know and the effects of slavery in the african caribbeans and this is how my story began this is how my life began because of it and this is why this movement and ministry is near and dear to my heart This movement and ministry is a give back to my people. Everything that God, our creator, has allowed me to learn, you know, through my experiences in life, my education, you know, through my graduate studies, through my skilled nursing studies, into life and my the ups and downs in my my unhealthy relationships which Um, Upon years of soul searching and experiencing the breakthroughs necessary for me to be on the path to my higher self which led me to this platform I am now able to impart the wisdom that's been bestowed upon me I have been called to this position this is a calling This calling frees my heart to speak the truth to you. Sometimes the truth may not be what you want to hear, but it doesn't mean it's not the truth. There's only one truth. We may or may not understand it at the same time, but there's only one truth. I would like to read for you a passage from the book of Malachi it is in the NIV Bible again I am not promoting any religion on this platform but this is my faith that I I am sharing if it resonates with you fine and you know glory be to God our creator if this resonates with you If it doesn't resonate with you, I would still ask that you listen and hear from God, our Creator. In the book of Malachi, where it says, and this is the judgment and covenant renewal. It says, this is Malachi chapter 4, and I'm going to read from... Um, verse 1 to verse 6. And it reads, Surely the day is coming. It will burn like a furnace. All the arrogant and every evildoer will be stubble And the day that is coming will set them on fire, says the Lord Almighty. Not a root or a branch will be left to them. But for you who revere my name, the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays, and you will go out. And frolic like the well fed calves. Then you will trample on the wicked. They will be ashes under the soles of your feet. On the day when I act, says the Lord Almighty. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the decrees and laws. I gave him at Horeb for all Israel. See, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before that great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts. This is my favorite part of this scripture. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents or else i will come and strike the land with total destruction and the reason why that part stood out to me was because this is also, how our heritage has been depleted from our society, our spiritual heritage. This is what's lacking. This is why our children don't care about the environment there. And when I say environment, I just don't mean the beaches and the land and the forests and the animals. I mean their very environment that they live in. The schools. They 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 vandalize the schools. You know, they disrespect their teachers, their parents. They don't take care of their health of their of theirs of themselves because they don't know themselves. When the parent and the children don't communicate, that's already a loss. How can we have a community when parents and children don't communicate? I would say three or maybe four out of five African men will tell you that they don't even have a relationship with their fathers. I mean, why are we accepting this? Why, are we, why is it okay why is it okay? Where is the village to say, Mr. So and so, why why don't you call your son? Why don't you have a conversation with your son? Why are you so prideful? What you've done wrong or you may have done things in your past that's you know abominable or deplorable or you're ashamed. Why can't someone say it's the past? Why don't you go say I'm sorry, son or daughter? I want to hear your voice. I want to I want to tell you how I feel, how I hurt, how I long for you, why I'm sorry I hurt you. Why is it so hard? You know? Why is it so difficult to accept What was, what is, and why can't we build a bridge? Why can't we build a bridge to overcome these, the hurt, the shame, the guilt, the pain, the suffering? Why are we repeating the vicious cycles of poverty, of lack, of hatred, and, and bitterness, resentment, that stems from slavery. That stems from an evil heart, from sin. Why are we repeating these vicious cycles and rejoicing and, and, and you know, having fun and, and, and dancing to the music and eating the food and still go home and repeat this vicious cycle all over again? You know, sin is for a season, but our redemption draw it nigh you know God gives grace to the humble why can't we humble ourselves before God and and, and just admit our wrongdoings you know two wrongs I I always grew up hearing my my mom say two wrongs never make a right yes we've been oppressed we've been wronged but why are we still bitter and angry what is what is going to come of it we're just killing ourselves. We're drinking the pain away. We, we, we're abusing the drugs. We're, we're smoking the weed and to try to numb ourselves, to hallucinate and and go go to go on them clouds, to escape everything that's happened to us. Things that we've done. The jails are the prison system is overcrowded. There's no more room. Why are we fighting to get in there? We should be fighting to stay free. We should be fighting to free ourselves, to free our children. This is why... This is why we must seek a covenant renewal with God. We must strip ourselves of the pride of the insolence, the complaining, the backbiting, the evil, the slander, the gossip, the judgments, the wrongful judgments. And these false titles and names that we that we've um, taken on that we don't live up to. We want to be a king, a queen and we don't live up to that. Let's just get rid of. It. let's just cut it out we are of a royal priesthood, yes but are we living up to that or are we just lying to ourselves are we just being hypocrites already don't you know that when we take on the, the, these wrongful judgments upon ourselves that we enslave our minds we're doing it to ourselves you know I'm sure many of you at the sound of my voice. There's no slave master over you right now. You, you're, you're not in the shackles. You're not be, being beaten right now. Our ancestors were. But now we're free. They, they weren't free, but now we're free. So how are we bringing honor to them when we are willfully and knowingly at times placing ourselves into slavery? We're committing crimes that's going to end us, that's going to cause us to go to jail, which is slavery of the worst kind. Why do we take on this persona, this hustle mentality? Hustling, hustle, hustle hard. Why? What is the benefit of it? What's the benefit of it? Our children are not with us? When you hustle and you hustle and you commit crimes that take you off to jail, how does your child benefit without you? They don't. They're left to raise themselves. They're left to be led led astray by strange thinking, strange religions, you know, thoughts, All these cliques, you know, Satanism. It's okay to have sex at 13, 11, 12, 9, even. It's okay, we're all doing it. And then what happens? A child comes into the world unplanned, unblessed, without a purpose. And then disease sets in. Disease of the mind first then the body and the spirit, the soul is tainted. The African soul is lost. This is why the Afro-Caribbean Heritage Alliance exists. We exist for for a covenant renewal with God. This is a spiritual movement created for the spiritual transformation and advancement of Afro-Caribbean peoples. At Afro-Caribbean Heritage Alliance, we use the past to decode the future. This is Minister Makita Ansah. I will see you on the journey. Until next time, be blessed. Into a new ride at Trunkali Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. The weather may be changing, but our true pricing pledge never will. Save seventeen thousand five hundred off MSRP on a new twenty nineteen Ram fifteen hundred Crew Cab during Ram Truck Month. All backed by the friends and family advantage. Shop spring savings online now at TrunkaliJeep. Jeep.com, Where customers send their friends. Example stock car one nine 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 one. MSRP forty seven zero forty three includes two ninety eight Mopar accessories. Five for twenty nine thousand five forty three includes all applicable rebates. Must qualify. Not combinable. Plus tax, title, and license fees. Must take from dealer stock. See for details. Expires three thirty one twenty. Today banks are expected to be open and secure that's why ibm has designed the first financial services ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds so banking can be easier for banks visit ibm.com financial cloud to learn more ibm let's put smart to work